Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Welcome to the Unwind Podcast. We have just wrapped on our last series, and wow, your comments and messages have truly been so touching. Please continue to write to me because it's so helpful to know which episodes you loved, which ones resonated, what you want more of. You can leave a comment if that's accessible to you on any podcast platform, or just DM me on Instagram. Keep letting me know so I can make this podcast as useful as it can be for you. I'm excited to launch our Mental Health May month-long series that is going to highlight some bits from past episodes I find really resonate when we are thinking about mental health. I hope you enjoy this dose of wisdom and it helps you to reflect with ease and as much happiness as possible. This week, my guest is someone who is totally extraordinary. I remember so clearly the first minute I met her and her energy just fills an entire space with such positivity and empowerment. And I could probably think of loads more words, but for now, I'm going to go straight into this introduction. It's Tai Bochamp. She is a motivational speaker, media personality, meditation leader. She's a writer, entrepreneur, philanthropist, and soon to be author. And I can't wait for you guys to meet her as we dive into her wisdom. In the past year, she set up Morning Mindset with Ty and has thousands tuning in several times a week to upgrade their mind in the mornings. And it is really refreshing. It's on her Instagram. And obviously, I'll put all the links in the show notes to her. But without any further ado, welcome, Ty. Oh my gosh, Poppy. Can I just say it's really great to actually see your face and I'm excited to be joining you today. So thank you. What is a life lesson you've been reminded of recently? Well, a life lesson that I was reminded about, we talked about Morning Mindset, which is one of the spaces that I created. And I have a business, Thai Life Media, and I also have a company, Brown Girl Jane. And my business partner and I have been having very difficult conversations. And when I don't show up as my most divine self, authentic, but perhaps not divine self. And by divine, I mean, elevated and Mm -hmm. connected and spirited and compassionate and what have you be willing to apologize. And so that's a life lesson that I'm constantly reminded of because even in our wisdom and desire to be great and have elevated consciousness to produce, to contribute in meaningful ways, I'm still flawed. And so a life lesson that I will always carry with me is to be able to express that I'm wrong and be willing to learn from those mistakes. Wow. I mean, I'm, I'm with you on that one. It's that it's a really powerful point. Mm -hmm. And I also just love that nuanced point you made uh, about showing up authentically. You're very much, you know, expressing your real emotions, but maybe it's not kind of, you know, of course you'd love to be harmonious and wonderful and kind of like endlessly compassionate all the time, but sometimes our humanity does get, get the better of us at times. 
A thousand percent, but I'm not the most emotional person. I'm connected to emotion, but I don't necessarily lead with emotion. I'm highly analytical and logical. And so I say that emotions are necessary, but they're not intelligent. Mm. Emotions still need to be guided and they need to be acknowledged, held, driven, supported, and they need to be deduced. You have to inform your emotions. So it's important that you feel, but you also have to self-inquire what, where these emotions come from and what do you do with them? So I always say emotions are alone are not intelligent. They have to be informed people. I love that emotions are not intelligent. I, I do feel that culturally in a way we've swung totally the other way and almost given too much importance to the emotion. And sometimes they're just not that useful to have around as much as you have to process them. I think that they're useful in the sense of helping you to recognize a feeling um, the opportunity for a thought. And they're also useful in helping you to direct action and to take behaviors. And, you know, they're necessary, but they're alone on their own. They could really kind of, you know, create an atmosphere of chaos. And so I think part of the, the challenge is, you know, there was a season when we were talking about emotional intelligence. I think we need to bring back conversations about the utility of emotions, but without the intelligence part of it, we can be stuck, we can be mired. And that is not necessarily helpful to, I think, uh, human evolution, individual growth and self-actualization um, and further development, as well as being purpose aligned. God, I can't wait for your book. It's going to be so good. Well, thank you. How do you define happiness? I've been having conversations with a dear friend of mine about happiness so, um, so often. And it was interesting because he awakened to me that happiness is a state, whereas I thought joy was a state. Joy is a feeling. Happiness is a state. Happiness to me is both a choice and an existence. Mm. Happiness is a choice that you make despite the circumstances that flow around you. Happiness is something that is meant to be shared. It is not a self aggrandizing or self-centered experience, because if it is in fact an existence in a state, it means that the more communal it becomes, the more present and higher present it is. And happiness has to exist regardless of things, people, and places. It just has to be a choice to be. And it's, we're all deserving of happiness. Let me add that. I believe happiness is also a birthright. So as I said, you've had thousands tuning in to you and you just feel so soul, mind and body enriched after a session with Ty. I just want to ask, why is the morning routine so important and why did you decide to focus on that to bring your genius to the world? Yeah, so first and foremost, I was gifted a book uh, written by an incredible thought leader in the spiritual world. Um, by the name of Ayala Vinzant and is called Until Today. And I was gifted the book in 2012. Now, Ayala Vinzant is a guru and here in America and globally, especially, but um, she, for black women, has been this pillar of self-inquiry and self-awareness and personal and purpose development. Now, let me just say as a disclaimer, I actually had the privilege of working in proximity to her when I did my work. I was an editor at Oprah Magazine many years ago. And so I knew Ayama, but I was not necessarily like 
in that zone. I mean, I was 22. So I was like, self-awareness, where's the party? I mean, like, I just want to drink and dance. And so I was gifted this book and literally it's become a part of my everyday kind of ritual to wake up and read. As a person of faith, I read doctrines, I read other essays. There's a book by Brianna West, uh, 101 Essays to Make You Think. I read that, I pray, I meditate. And I was going through this very challenging season first, probably about three and a half years ago, four years ago, um, as I was relocating to LA, I had become very unhealthy physically. I was unhealthy in a, my, my mental realness. I don't like to say illness, but my mental realness was at the forefront. And I started to just read and I would come on IG live because at this point I have a, you know, a little bit of a following and I would just share. And I did it kind of like sporadically, like maybe once every three months. And so something spoke to me that said, share your morning routine and experience with people because that people are going through a time of isolation during COVID. People feel alone. People don't feel seen. And so I started to share, I would get up and just read it on IG live. And then I thought to myself, I don't like reading to myself and talking to myself, even though I'm really good at it. (laughs) I was like, let me just invite tribe in. And soon enough, it went from 30 people or 10 people in the live to 30 people in the live to 60 people in the live to 150 people in the live to 300 people in the live. And I would just invite anyone in to read, to purchase the book and read with me. And it created this powerful discourse of what we just talked about, this elevated consciousness and this idea that everyone no matter where they're from, no matter their circumstances, whether or not they have $3 in the bank or $3 million in the bank, or whether or not they are running their own business or a corporate middle manager, wants to identify how they self-actualize to become more of who they're called to be. And it just started to take off. And then I thought to myself, this is feeding me as much as it's feeding other people. Um, And so I just decided to stick with it. And so six days a week, I go live on IG. We're planning right now a, a retreat in Bali for New Year's. And it's interesting because I think it just humanizes not only our condition, but our experiences and our dreams and the desires that everyone wants to make manifest in their life. What do you think the tools are to create a great morning? Are there certain things you do or what are the thoughts that you really consciously bring into your mind in the morning? First and foremost, I, I, I tell anyone, if you are jumping up into your day, whether it's because the alarm clock went off late or, you know, a child is <laughs> you know screaming or clamoring and I get that life actually happens. When you do that, you are not preparing your heart, your spirit, and your mind to expect, desire, and then design great things, you know? And I believe that the way you start, the way you begin is half the win. Mm. When you start with a clear mind of expectation, a desire, and then you're moving toward designing it, there are vibrations that happen, you know, consciousness Um, and vibrations that happen in the mind, the mind, when you tell your heart and you share that word and you speak out loud, it really helps it to actualize. Um, And so I say, whatever your practice is, for me, it is first prayer and foremost. I thank the creator and the divine for giving me life and breath again. Um, Life is precious. I'm grateful. So there's gratitude. Um, And then I ask 
God to direct and order my steps so I can be used fully this day. Um, so that way I can really show up. And then um, I get a clear image of how I want to feel and how I want to make other people feel at the end of the day or by the end of the day. And then I do morning mindset. I'm reading. I probably will have read some other devotional or scripture. And then I look at my to-do list, which running two businesses, it's a lot, but I have to first center myself so that way I can come in and help drive other things. Really powerful. I love those three words, expect, design, desire, because it makes so much sense. I think there's so much conversation around manifesting and sometimes it can feel almost a bit of a, a word that has no meaning, but so much meaning. And I just love how practical you just broke it down there. You've got to be in the right headspace to get what you want. You have to be in the right headspace, but then you also have to be clear about the actions that you're going to take toward it as well. Um, I think the idea of manifesting is super powerful, but it doesn't happen just because you envision it. If you could re-meet your 21-year-old self, what would you like to tell them? I think the biggest lesson for me and what I say to a lot of young women because of the way that I grew up. And so this is totally informed by the way that I was raised. I was raised by a single mom and a single grandmother with support of my paternal grandparents. And my mother and my grandmother were both are both my mom is still with me, thank God, but highly educated women who worked super hard and who were single but I didn't grow up knowing that healthy relationship should be a part of, you know, my thinking. Um, and I also think that this is the case many, and not just for black women who grew up in similar circumstances to I, but I think it's a, it's a level of consciousness because we live in this dynamic environment and ecosystem right now that is so celebratory of, you know, girl power and us doing it on our own and what have you. Um, I think at my 21 year old self, I would have probably challenged myself not to pressure myself to do any one thing, but to think about my life in totality. So think about my personal life, think about my professional life, think about my spiritual life um, and be as well-rounded in how I approach each of those rather than leaning only into one. Um, I leaned heavily into my professional life, which is why, you know, I performed so well and had all of the accolades and all of the promotions and what have you and experiences. And that's been beautiful. And I'm super grateful. But now I'm learning to develop muscles that I never had flexed before because I didn't even have the consciousness to know that I should be building them. And so I feel like young people now are just super thoughtful about their mental health and wellness, which is great, but think about your physical health. So are you eating like crap? Mm. You know, think about like your spiritual self or how are you depositing into yourself? Cause being men mentally well, doesn't mean just taking the day off. Mm. What are those other things? Do you want partnership? Do you want in life? Do you want, you know, a professional career and don't be overwhelmed by it, but just allow your mind to have this more expansive thought about what is available to you, what you can access, and also how you might desire to move later. I totally agree. The conversation around mental health is brilliant, but it's become now almost so focused that we've forgotten that actually there's so many other factors that contribute to mental health. Like, as you were saying, like partnership, this kind of balance of energy of like where you have different aspects of life you're putting it into. 
it's interesting how cultural conversations become I guess like overly focused and you know yeah. we kind of need people to be like hold up step back yeah and I and I and I think it's hard to do it because most of these cultural conversations are in response to a low point or, you know, us reading, reaching our nadir, right. In many ways where it's like, you know, we get to this point, it's like, okay, well, we got to pull ourselves out. And so then it requires almost this radical kind of like extreme fundamental kind of like approach. And, you know, that works when we're, when you're trying to remedy something and I get that, but when you're speaking to your 21 year old self for many young people at that age, it's, the canvas is still quite bare and you still have an opportunity to paint it. Um, and so as you paint it, you know, that's the opportunity to think about, do I just want to use black and white or black and white and gray, or do I want to use the colors of the rainbow? Mm-hmm. And that's the way I would think about it. Like if this canvas is bare and it's nothing wrong with, you know, I have abstract art and only black and white pieces, but sometimes I want to look up and see color. Um, mm-hmm. And I didn't know that then, but if you know that it's accessible to you there, then maybe you'll just plant that seed and allow that to be on your palate. That's so interesting. Well, thank you so much for uh, being here. How can people find you? Um, Obviously I'll put your everything in the show notes, but would love to have a shout out from you. Thank you so much. Everyone can follow me on Instagram at Taibo, T-A-I-B-E-A-U and at morning mindset with Ty on Instagram and at it's brown girl Jane on Instagram. And then my personal website is tybochamp.com and uh, it's browngirljane.com. Amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you, Poppy. Thank you so much for listening. And if you enjoyed today, please hit subscribe and leave a comment because this helps the podcast so much. I'd be endlessly grateful if you wouldn't mind doing so. My mental health book, Happy Not Perfect, is available to order now. The book teaches you how to be a flexible thinker, a skill that helps you navigate any challenge that might come your way, helps you manage emotions and helps you thrive to be the bendiest version of yourself. Until next time, I love hearing from you. So do shoot me a message on Instagram. Send me a DM with any of your thoughts. Stay safe and well. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.